Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Glory is honored. Live. Such glory as of the only begotten Son receives from his Father, full of grace and full of truth. I'd like to read one more version in the message translation. The word became flesh and moved into the neighborhood. So this morning, for a few minutes, I'd like to talk to you about a subject entitled, When Jesus Moves In. When Jesus Moves In. Now, the whole Testament, particularly the Old Covenant, is a preparation of Jesus coming into the earth. It was uh, projected, it was forecasted of the fact that the Messiah would come. Scripture says that unto us a son was given, the government would be upon his shoulder, the wonderful counselor, the prince of peace, the everlasting father. There were many foreshadows of Jesus in the Old Testament. There were dispensations of the fact that there was a time when he would be on the earth. And so the Bible talked about in Isaiah chapter 9 to prepare the way of the Lord and to make the way straight. Because all of heaven knew that there would be a significant moment when Jesus would become incarnate, that he would be made flesh. And the Bible says when he became flesh, that the Father was glorified. And here in verse 14, he said that he dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. So one of the things we want to begin to look at this morning is when Jesus moves in, the glory is revealed. When Jesus moves into the lives of people, his glory is revealed. Now, we can take note of that. The very first miracle was when he turned water into wine. And when the water was turned into wine, in John's Gospel, chapter 2, the Bible says, This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifest his glory. When Jesus moves into our lives and when Jesus begins to manifest himself, glory is revealed. Look at John chapter 11, verse 4. John chapter 11, verse 4. we see another instance of the glory being revealed. Jesus came to the earth to reveal his goodness, 
his honor, his splendor, his manifestation, his presence to cause situations to change and to infuse the power of God. John chapter 11, verse 4, it says, When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death. Talking about Lazarus. This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. That the Son of God might be glorified thereby. And so again, we see his manifestation, his presence being revealed in the lives of people. Now, the second thing that happens when Jesus moves in, grace and truth is revealed. The Bible says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory that's only begotten of the Father. That glory that the Bible shows many instances of time and time again that when Jesus came onto the scene, the power of the Lord was revealed. Circumstances were no longer the same because the Son of God, God's appointed one who had been anointed and empowered with his authority, was able to make an impact and to cause a difference in the lives of people. And so the second thing that we can understand when Jesus moves in is that grace and truth is revealed. Somebody say grace and truth. We've heard a lot about grace. When Jesus moves into the neighborhood, there's something about the fact that there will be manifestation of grace. Jesus is the face of grace. He is the picture of the Father's love. He is the picture of the love of God. And so it was his truth that he came to bring. It was his grace that he came to show. It was his glory that he came to demonstrate so that it was synonymous of the fact that this indeed was and is the Son of God. Of the living God. Now in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, look at some of the things that truth revealed. Let's look at the things that the Word revealed and what was shown unto us and how it became expressed in the earth. This was the greatest time. It was time for the grace of God to begin to change the game. Jesus had to come in order for man to no longer have to feel as if he could not have a relationship with God. Jesus had to come into the earth. He had to become a sacrifice. He had to come from heaven and fulfill the will of the Father so that we can be in a position to have a personal relationship with him that we no longer be bound by our sins, but that we could have a personal 
relationship with our Father. So in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, he says very truthful things here because we know it's in red. He says, judge not that you be not judged. Sometimes as church people, we can be so judgmental. We're judging the people who are outside of the covenant of God. There was so much holier-than-thou attitude, so much uh, sanctimony, just all kinds of things that were going on. And so when they begin to get in the presence of the Lord, there was a sense of no longer being judged. Jesus said, put down your stones, put down all your accusations, put down everything I have come to set my people free. Truth had been revealed. So it was no longer me boasting in how holy I am and how sanctimonious that I am, but it's me having Jesus into my life. And me having an encounter with him and that encounter changing me for the rest of my life. We're talking about when Jesus moves in. So he says, judge not that you be not judged. This is what Jesus came preaching. This is what he had to proclaim. For with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. Everyone was very critical, very condemning. There were those who thought that they were better than others. There was a superiority where Jesus would hang out with people and be associated with people who they thought that he should not be associated with. And so he said, so why beholdest thou the mote that is in your brother's eye and considereth not the beam that is in thine own eye? I mean, no, truth is being revealed. The moment of truth has come. That moment designated where the word has become flesh. And we can no longer hide behind self-righteousness and our own righteous deeds. He says, oh, how will you say to your brother, let me pull out the mote out of thine eye and behold this a beam is in thine own eye. Think of that. You hypocrites. Jesus revealed that they were hypocrites. He called them all kinds of names. He called them backbiters, full of dead men's bones. He called them all kinds of names. But you know what? It was truth. And how do you know sometimes the truth hurts? But it's important for us to know that when truth is revealed, it's time to receive it. Amen? And so he says here, you hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of your own eye, and then you shall see clearly. To cast out the moat of your brother's eye. And he says, give not that which is holy unto the dog. Neither cast your pearls before the swine, lest they trample them under their feet. 
Somebody say, when Jesus moves in. Look at Mark chapter 5, verse 39. We're talking about what happened when the Lord came on the scene. When the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Lives were no longer the same. People could no longer go as the normal way of living. The game changed. The rules changed. Jesus had come to the earth. The Son of God had come in all of his glory to bring heaven down to earth so that we could no longer, and people could no longer feel as if there was no way to have a relationship with God. People thought that it was impossible to please God. Thought God was mad with them, angry with them, schizophrenic. They didn't know what kind of mood he'd be in. So when Jesus came, he went to show them the love of the Father by revealing the truth of the Father. Mark's Gospel, chapter 5, verse 39. This is a story here where there was a ruler whose daughter was sick. She was under attack. In fact, one of the rulers of the house said that his daughter was dead. Don't even trouble Jesus because she is gone. Verse 36 said, Jesus heard the word. Aren't you glad that Jesus hears our prayers? And he's concerned about everything that goes on in our lives. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he says unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. Be not afraid, only believe. He comes to the house of the ruler of the synagogue with Peter, James, and John and sees the tumult and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he says unto them, Why make you this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. How I many know truth is being revealed? So you can't go by all the facts and all the circumstantial information, all the, you know, circumstantial evidence. I'm talking about truth. When truth comes on the scene, it will reveal that which is in line with the Word of God. And they brought him, and they laughed him to scorn. They were laughing at the truth. Sometimes in our lives, when the truth comes out, that you're the head, people begin to laugh and say, ha, you really think you're the head? Truth has been revealed. I am prosperous. I remember when we were working so hard to believe God for our first home. We went to the bank for an hour just two, three years into marriage. And the lady told us at the bank, she said, you guys will never get a house. 
she laughed. She thought it was the biggest joke because we were high users of credit. We didn't own anything. We borrowed. Everything was on credit. I was going to say layaway, but it wasn't on layaway. It was on credit. She thought it was the funniest thing when she looked at our credit report and she saw that we didn't own anything and we were able to pay our bills on time, but she said, oh, no, 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 no. We just got on the word of God. We got on the truth, bless God, that I'll give you homes, not just one home, but I'll give you whatever it is that you're believing for. The truth had been revealed. So they laughed him to scorn. They thought that what he was saying was ridiculous. But look at what Jesus did. He put them all out. Truth had come to put all the naysayers out. And I'm telling you, you can't allow naysayers and truth to be in the same house. Somebody has got to move. Something's got to give. Something has got to move. Jesus wasn't about to be in the presence of naysayers when he was here to do the Father's business. He wasn't going to entertain what they thought was funny. This is serious business here. It is time. He knew he had a short time to manifest the glory of the Lord. So he was about his father's business. He was on a mission. And that mission was to reveal the power of God. And so when the word became flesh, the Bible says that grace and truth is revealed. And so here in verse 40, he said he put them all out. He took the father and the mother and them that were with him and entered in where the damsel was laying. He took the damsel by the hand, spoke the word over her. He said, arise. How many of you know when Jesus says arise, everything that's laying down has got to get up? We're talking about when truth is revealed and when Jesus moves in. Hallelujah. How many of you know in verse 42, she got up, bless God. She was 12 years old and astonished with a great astonishment and charged them straightly that no man should know it and charged them that they should give her something to eat. Somebody say, when Jesus moves in. Let's look at what else happens. Grace is revealed. John chapter 4. Grace is revealed. He came to reveal the grace of God. That was his sole purpose in the earth to come and show that God is gracious. That he's not angry, he's not upset, he's not in a bad mood, he doesn't have an attitude. God is in love with 
with you, and he wants to set you free. John chapter 4, look at verse 1 here. It says, um, when therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John. Let's skip down here to verse 11. The woman says unto him, this is the woman at the well, who was having an encounter with the word, the word that had become flesh, that had physically dwelt in her presence. She was there at the well, and Jesus told her in verse 10, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, give me the drink, you would have asked of him, and he would have given thee. And so she was talking with Jesus. She was communing with him. And all of the while, Jesus was never supposed to commune with that woman. He wasn't supposed to do that in the position that he was in as a rabbi, as one in authority, to communicate. And so it was grace being expressed to her. Does it matter that you're a woman? I don't have any gender issues with you. I want you to receive the gift of salvation. And I want you to be set free. Jesus is the face of grace. He is grace personified. He extends the love and grace of the Father despite our shortcomings. As today's offer reveals, when Jesus moves in, you're healed and delivered. You prosper. You enjoy God's promise of safety, wholeness, protection, and whatever else you need in life. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the face of grace. You need to get this message today, so listen to our announcement for details, and I'll be right back. Your days of being bound by bad habits, shortcomings, and sin are over. When Jesus moves in, grace, glory, and truth are revealed. Receive your copy of Taffy Dollar's edifying single message, When Jesus Moves In, by phoning in or visiting TreflodollarMinistries.org today. When you take a picture of your life, do you like what you see? Many people are dissatisfied when they take their selfie. They want to see an image of happiness and fulfillment, but they really see themselves as anything but that. In his new four-CD series, Healthy Selfie, Creflo Dollar reveals how God sees you. Does he see you as a dirty, stained prisoner? Maybe you feel this way sometimes. It's time to see what God sees. Order today and we'll also send you Creflo Dollar's two-part message, Receiving God's Best, his inspiring book, God Can Heal Your Feelings, and his insightful teaching, Overcoming Performance addiction. All for a specific gift to the ministry. Or for a love gift of any amount, we'll send you Receiving God's Best, which will lead you to a life of success as you learn to trust in Jesus. So when you take your next selfie, make sure you're looking through the lens of Christ. After getting this collection, the only image you'll see is a life of abundant blessings and joy in the Lord. Order today. I thank God that when times got tough in ministry over the past 30 years, Taffy and I never gave up. It humbles me when I look at how mightily God has used this ministry as a vehicle by which to reveal his love and grace to millions of people. We, we couldn't have done all of this alone, and that's where you come in. 
Only God Almighty can impress it upon the hearts of precious people like you to give financially to support this ministry's vision of understanding grace and empowering change. Every challenge, every struggle, every rough patch we've hit, God has shown us his faithfulness. We accomplish all that uh, we've done and all that we do because of God's great grace and because of partners and friends and supporters like you. Thank you for embracing the vision of this ministry and working as co-laborers with us as we broadcast the gospel of grace to the world. There's no time like the present to become a 2020 vision partner with Creflo Dollar Ministries. When you call in or sign up for partnership online, that decision will impact your life and millions of others in ways you can't begin to imagine. So don't put it off. Learn more about becoming a 2020 vision partner today. If you're looking for a church home and want to stay connected to Creflo Dollar Ministries, join us at a World Changers Fellowship Church in your area. Visit us online at CreflodollarMinistries.org to locate the World Changers congregation nearest you. Because of you, Creflo Dollar Ministries is providing a new understanding of grace and empowering change in the lives of millions of people every day. Your love and financial support make it possible for this broadcast to be seen and heard in multiple languages on six different continents. For your generous gift of $107, the Word Network will send you this beautiful leather-like lavender Bible for the Spirit-led woman of God. This modern English translation is richly etched with the word logo and is an excellent study Bible or teaching tool. It includes daily lessons, profiles of Old and New Testament women, scriptures that edify the Word, daily devotions, colorful maps, deeper training on the power of the Holy Spirit, and guidance for your home and family. In addition, there are prayers and contributions from prominent Christian women like Lisa Bevere, Babby Mason, Marilyn Hickey, Mercy Lokolutu, and many others. This unique Bible makes the Word come alive and is perfect for the new believer or seasoned Christian. Call now and order one for yourself or give it as a gift to family and friends. Call 855-730-WORD. That's 855-730-9673. Thank you for your generous financial support. Because of you, we're spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. Prayer is the key that unlocks the throat of God's mercy. And there has been a tremendous spirit of prayer and operation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit this week on our program. And I thank God for that. Coming up next on the Word Network. The largest African-American religious network in the world is inviting you to their first ever Word Network Partners Conference. Save the date and register today. The following paid program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. Today with Joseph Prince. We all want to be near Jesus. Not just in our position, we are near to God, but near to Jesus, the one who has brought us close to God. If only the church would preach the love of Jesus, people would start loving Him and loving one another. God wants you to reign! We're going to dive right into the Word of God. Are you all ready? All right. You all still remember our teaching the last time? Your hair is like a flock of goats. Your neck is like the tower of David. Amen? I want to continue on the song of songs, if that's okay with you. Amen. 
you remember the last time we shared on the description of how the Lord was speaking to his bride and he was describing her beauty. You remember that? And we, we, we right. He or the that is mine in some kind of wilderness. A wilderness! Where nothing grows. A wilderness that reminds you of how thirsty you really are. A wilderness that defines all of the instruments of comfort. Now you're a big old lazy boy chair and scoot it all the way back. But the wilderness will disturb your rest. Custom design all of your clothes. But the wilderness will still leave you not fitting anywhere. And the writer warns us. You don't learn from the ones who went before you. You will die in the same spot they did. So the text says, let us fear. Oh my God, let us fear? Let us fear? God is telling us to fear? The God who says, fear not, neither be thou dismayed, for I am with you. The God who stepped out on the seas and told the disciples, fear not. The Bible who says, God has not given us the spirit of fear. In this text says, let us fear. Said, let us fear. Said, let us fear. So there, that means that there are some things. Is it, is it a contradiction? No, 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 no. It's not a contradiction. It is a collaboration of truth. A collaboration of truth says there are some things that I command you not to be afraid of. All right. Don't be afraid of their faces. Don't be scared of, as my grandma would say, never one of them. I don't know how you spell Mary. That means all of y'all ain't scared none of you. Every one of them, don't be scared of, don't be afraid of their faces. I will make your face like flint against their faces. That's what God said. Stand up against them. Stand up. Show my people their transgressions. You cannot be successful and be afraid of people. They will always run you away from what God has called you to. In fact, I have learned that it is the barking of the haters that assures me of the promises of the holy. If you hadn't barked so loud, I wouldn't have thought something was in there. But when I heard the dogs barking, I knew where the treasure was. But, 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 but the text... something in the midst of our fearlessness in the midst of our fearlessness the text says there is something that we should be afraid of let us therefore fear the 
that we would live and die and not reach what he promised us. Now that, I'm scared of. I've always said I'm not scared of dying. I was introduced to death at an early age. I saw my father die as a teenager. When life was just running all over my body, I watched it leave his. I, I am not afraid of death as long as I live first. What I am, what I am mortally afraid of is that I would exist without living. And let my fear of others and fear of circumstances and fear of rejection and fear of being misunderstood and fear of myself back me further and further and further and further up into a cave until I die into, in a wilderness that I was not called to. No. I am convinced that most people live and die in the wilderness of uncertainty. They're not sure, they're not sure, they're not sure. You would have built it, but you're not sure. You would have done it, but you're not sure. You would have seized it, but you're not sure. You could have had it, but you're not focused. You could have mastered it, but you wouldn't touch it. Your fear is your enemy. But you are afraid of the wrong thing. You ought to be more afraid of not accomplishing what you were created to. Then you are of the inconveniences and excesses along the way. Can I, can I, can I talk to you a minute? <clears throat> I was getting ready to speak at a pastor's conference, and I spoke that night what I thought was a really good message, and on my way out the door, one of, one of, the, one of the bishops came to me in the hallway, and he said, uh, he said, when are you... When are you going to preach on the fear? I said, the fear. I said, what do you mean the fear? He said, the fear that we as ministers live with every day. The fear. The, 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 the fear. It's hard to do what we do. Trust me. It's hard to scrutiny, the pressure, the demands. Trust me, please. Don't run up here. You might run up, but you're going to limp back. I guarantee you, if you run up here, you will limp back if you get back at all. So there is good reason, there is good reason to, 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 to be uncomfortable with the purpose to which you have been called. Don't underestimate it. It's, it's a reason to be afraid of it, except the greater fear is to have lived and died and not found out who you were. To have lived and died scares me to death to end up in a, in a nursing home, sitting on a bed playing, wondering what if. If I had only stretched a little further, if I'd only stood a little tougher, who knows if I'd have pushed a little deeper, I could have broke through. 
God. Hate to die with questions. Let us fear that, that something God left us. A promise that we would fail to enter into it and settle for mediocrity. Settle for it. Oh, my God, you ought to see the settlers in the church today. Settlers all around who settled for less than God's best for their lives and talked themselves out of the promise because you were more afraid of the opposition than you were the one who called you. That's what I'm talking about today. Oh, I'm talking about turning down your fear of failure. And turning up your fear of missing what you could have been. What you could have done. What you could have had. What you could have accomplished. What you could have reached. That something was left you. You let some boy sitting on your shoulder talk you out of your destiny. That you let Satan, who is an accuser of the brethren, that means Satan has got a doctorate degree in making you look bad. That you let him talk you out of being the woman you could have been with the gifts God gave you and the talents God put inside of you, that you would let God, that you let the devil talk you out and be intimidated by people? Wow! When the best of them are no more than you. And the worst of them are no less than you. I've always said that if they ever bring me down and hang me, and they may do that as they hang me, as long as you know, as you put the rope over my neck, that I know that you ain't no better. As long as you know that, as long as you know that, go ahead and choke me to death, but am I dead to death? Understand that I will die knowing that you are no more. That I fear that a promise being left us that somehow we would fall short of it and settle for shortness instead of greatness. Touch somebody and say, I'm scared of that. I'm scared of that. And then, then he brings up the Old Testament saints. He, uh, he brings up the Old Testament saints and he says, he says something about them. He says, he says that they, that the word did not profit. The word did not profit. Now that I hate to, I hate to go there because. I'm a preacher. That's what we do. We preach the word. He said, but the word did not profit. First of all, let's talk about what profit is. Profit is what you have left when the transaction is over. You got that? Profit. It's not how much you got. It's what you have left when the transaction is over. Now, if you broke even, you're unprofitable. 
If you went in the red, you're unprofitable. You can only determine profit after you have deducted all of your liabilities. You line up your assets, deduct your liabilities, and whatever the sum total is of what you have left when the transaction is over, that is profit. It did not say that they didn't have a transaction in the wilderness. It did not say that they didn't have conflict in the wilderness. It didn't even say that they didn't have victories in the wilderness. But profit is determined not by how well you fight or how well you stood or how many victories you had, but profit is what you have left when the transaction is over. I want it all! How much? Still to come on the Potter's Touch. You don't have to dance. You don't have to shout. You don't have to leap. But you got to believe. When the enemy comes in like a flood, you got to believe. When the test comes back positive, you got to believe. When you're going from doctor to doctor, you got to believe. When the accountant says you're going to lose everything, you got to believe. Somebody that's in a faith fight, put your hand on your hip and say, I believe. Christ came so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The mystery and the majesty is that you don't have to work for this. God's provision is never limited. Your river is dried up, but God said, I already got a plan for you. I already have made provisions for you. Learn how you can receive all that God has in store for you. For your gift of any size, you will receive Feed What Feeds You on CD when you visit our website or call 1-800-BISHOP-2. I'm going to bless you according to your appetite. Let me find somebody that's hungry for what I your gift of $70 or more, you'll receive abundant supply on DVD. Whatever little bit you got, you need to use it and let God open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. However, when your gift is $125 or more, you will receive abundant supply on DVD, a blessed mug, and no card set. I refuse existence. I will not just exist. I will live. I didn't come to make you religious. Plentiful blessings await you today, and God will provide in abundant supply. Every action requires an equal, equal and opposite reaction. So when God sends his word out, if you don't send your faith out to catch what God sent out, then the word does not profit you. Not because the word isn't good, but because you didn't have the faith to mix with the word. <laughs> Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, getting up this morning, getting ready to come to church. My wife said, did you drink your shake? I got a little shake I drink early in the morning, you know. She said, get your shake. And she, she took it. It's a little shake, you know, a little carton, and, and it says, shake well. <laughs> see, see, the reason is everything you need is in it. Everything you need. Yeah. It's protein, booster, feed your muscles. Give you strength and energy. Everything you need is in it. But if you don't mix it up, 
He'll drink off the top of the blessing. And then you say, this ain't working. It's it's nothing wrong with the contents, and it's nothing wrong with the vessel, but if you don't learn how to mix it up, you'll, you'll drink off the top of it, and you won't get all that they put in the carton for you because you didn't... So the word did not talk of them not being being mixed with faith. Now, faith is not mixing. Not being mixed with faith. Faith is not mixing, but it is an ingredient that the word must mix with. Mm -hmm. The word did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard like, 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 like you're making a cake, you put in a pound of butter, you put in two cups of sugar, and then you take eight eggs and you mix it. You mix it. The mixing is not the eggs, it's not the butter, and it's not the sugar, but it is the process whereby you get the eggs and the butter and the milk to turn into something else. Oh, God. Can I have about ten minutes? Just give me ten minutes. So, 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 so what God is saying, I'm going to bring the word. You bring the faith. And if you bring faith to correspond with my word, I'll make sure that it's mixed. Now, I'm going to go old school. I'm going to use, I'm going to lose the young people. But I'm old enough to remember when microwaves came out and old folks were scared of them. You remember when old folks thought that if you used a microwave, they'd do something to you and they wouldn't let it in the house? You remember before we got glass top cooking stoves? I'm not even talking about just the electric where you could see the burner, but I'm talking about, I'm not just talking about the gas, but I'm really going to, but, but the wood. I got about a third of you who know what a wood stove is and, and, and know what a coal stove is. And I, I know I lost you. Don't even worry about it. But I remember my mama making cakes. And we didn't have no mixer. Mama would put a bowl. put a bowl in her arm and she put the sugar in it and the butter and I can still see her take a, a spoon, a big old spoon and you take the flat end of it and you start beating and I can see I can see her arm shaking because she put the butter in the mix and, and in order to mix you had to work with it a little bit oh god <laughs> And the Lord said, if I send a word to you, you cannot reap a harvest off the word because the word doesn't make the promise until you put the faith in the bowl with the word. And then God said, if you take faith and word and put it all in the bowl together, then I'm going to put you in the mix. I want to talk 
first of all, to you that hear good word but have no faith, the reason you come to church and your life isn't changing, it's nothing wrong with your preacher. The word I serve is excellent. Oh. I know that sounds arrogant, but I'm not saying that just because. I'm saying it because I see too many of my kids getting stronger, possessing the promises of God, taking back what the enemy stole from them, having their lives revolutionized, having their faith stirred up. And I know there's nothing wrong with the word, but if you would uncross your cute legs and put a little faith in the bowl, Slap somebody and say, I believe the word. I don't come to church because it's fashionable. I don't come to church to look good. I don't come to church to impress anybody. I come to church so that my faith will have something to lay hold to. But faith is the substance of peace. It is the evidence of what I can't see. Somebody that believes him, give God a praise right now. So until you stop being cute and start responding to the word, you don't have to dance. You don't have to shout. You don't have to leap. But you gotta believe. If the enemy comes in like a flood, you gotta believe. When the test comes back positive, you gotta believe. When you're going from doctor to doctor, you gotta believe. When the accountant says you're gonna lose everything, you gotta believe. Somebody that's in a faith fight. Put your hand on your hip and say, I believe, I believe there's a struggle in my life, but I believe I'm backed up against the wall, but I believe I've been lied on, but I believe things don't look good, but I believe I'm about to call a praise break.
Good morning. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I can't complain. <coughs> That's good. You know how dude. it is about complaining. It's not a good thing, but thank God. Now yeah. I don't have to complain. All how right. are you doing this morning? I'm moving around, not complaining, dear. <coughs> what are you supposed to do? Keep it moving and pray. Yep. I'm pressing because I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna fire me. They're gonna fire my tail yet. <laughs> but they ain't gonna claim spaghetti in existence, honey. Yeah, right you know. enough. You know how we, these these are one of the companies that they're growing, and when you when you get your name out there, they know who you are. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? So I had a supervisor come to me yesterday and say, "Well, you let me know what you want to do," because they, they're growing. So I already got I already got a little um. It's a lateral move, but it's actually uh, from the bottom of the barrel, so to speak. I'm up. I'm, I'm trying to make my way to the. It's like four, three tiers, right? So I'm, I'm going to tier two, but tier three, you make the, you know, your money changes hands. You know, you get another dollar extra, whatever. So he said, "You let me know where you want to go," and I just um, speak for you. I said, "Okay, cool. That's no problem." So that makes me believe that um, my name, you know, not to say that I'm no better than nobody else. It's just that, you know. When you come in and you shine without even shining, do you understand what I'm saying? In other words, he said some people. He said some people have a maturity factor about them, and I see that quality. But you come in about the business and not about about the money. Well, it's about the money, but it's that factor remain. When I do my job, I'm gonna do it to the best of Maria. Not to please, you know, not to say I may not know much about the job because it's new to me, but I'm going to do what you asked me to do and try to do it effectively. You know what I mean? Because sometimes quality is better than quantity in the day. This lady said, I did 100 calls and I did this. But were they in the consistency of being of, of, of quality or quantity? See, some people want to make those numbers and don't even know that it's not the quantity, it's the quality of the calls. Did, you know, did you get the what you needed? You know, you know. Just, that's what I think. And he, of course, people, he said he sees those qualities that I that he know I can do more than what they are offering. And I'm like, okay, I know, I, I understand. Just saying, you see that. <laughs> but um, the money ain't the way there yet. So I said, let me do some baby steps, then I can let you know. You know, it comes to me when you ready to, ready to embark on something different. I said, okay, cool, no problem. You know, when he told me to come to him. And he'll speak for me. Come on now. It ain't favor or what? If that ain't favor, I eat your hat. <laughs> <laughs> I would eat your hat, honey. <clears throat> I ain't never had no no supervisor tell me to come to them and they'll, they'll be advocates for me. Be in, come to my back. Step up to the place that she'd be a good candidate for this position. All righty. Some boss is just having a little trouble with the promotions because you got all the knowledge. You know, but this company is growing. They try to fit people in, in places that they know when it's when the when the assignment ends, they'll still have these people because they have longevity in the job they used to have. So, bunch of young kids come through there too. Oh Lord, a lot of young kids. Oh, I just turned thirty. Oh Lord. I just turned 30. I'm 25. All right, then. 
I'm about nothing to do with 50. Oh, what? You don't look like no 50. Thank you, boo. <laughs> That's what I say. Now, how's everybody in the house? Everybody good? Well, I do. Morgan's on the way to school. Uh, mom's okay. and dad's. <clears throat> huh? So Morgan's on the way to school. Mom's in the bed and dad's dropping Morgan off. <clears throat> it's a blessing to have dad still driving. That's a blessing, though. Yep. Thank God for him. Hello? Uh. But how you feeling? I'm here. Because mm-hmm. you feel some kind of way a couple of days ago. I want to tell you about this stuff. Yeah. I couldn't get nothing out of you a couple of days ago. But you know what? The devil is a lie. <coughs> you know what I mean? Jelly Bean? Yeah, I know what you mean, Jelly Bean. The devil is a lie. Good morning. Good morning. <coughs> How you doing? Oh, fine, fine. Oh, that's good. How's that's everyone? I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> like I always be. <laughs> oh, goodness. Right. I'm running a little late, but you know what? God is good. So am I. He got, look, he got me late for a purpose. Huh? <laughs> All right. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> what you laughing, Sam? What you laughing for? Nice. a word. Sometimes you're late for a purpose. You don't have to worry about what's going to happen when you when you, when you get there. No, you ain't got to worry about what's going to happen when you ain't there. You worry about what happen when you get there. <laughs> Word to the wise. <laughs> so, it is what it is. I'm accepting the fact. Better late than what? Better late than what? Huh? <coughs> Are you sick? Are you sick? Because that wild hair is driving me straight crazy. Uh, oh, I'm not sick. No, I'm talking to Sam. You didn't uh, hear me? Oh, yeah, I heard. It's <laughs> driving me straight crazy. I got you, boo. Mm-hmm. Drink some water, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Drink some water, eat some bed, right? Didn't you say Mother Regina and it was uh, she was sick? Yeah, the whole house was sick. Are you cold? Cold? Uh, mostly cold. They gotten better. Um, uh, you know, and then Nate had the back issue as well as being sick. Mm. So, I know Sunday. Um, he was the only one that came out Sunday. Oh, okay. So his back for the his back stuff for the most part is pretty much at a minimal now. It flares up a little bit every now and then. Okay. I don't like it then. I I just thought about that when I was um, because you had said it was sick yesterday. Mhm. Not yesterday, the day before, because I didn't hear from you much yesterday. Because every time I start speaking, you go into that. Mhm. And baby, when the enunciators on the stage, I just let her go hard flow. You know what? Back up off me, dude. <laughs> back, way back. <laughs> I think you be doing other stuff that, that, that abducing and all that other good stuff you be doing. Yeah, good doing. morning, my people. Good morning, Arthur. How you doing? Morning, Arthur. 
I'm just backing out my driveway. I'm like, ooh, I'm late as all get out. I have to be in the car. I ain't worried about being late. I ain't worried about being late. I'm on time. Okay. okay. I just said that. I said, you ain't late. You ain't late because uh-huh. you ain't there. <laughs> you I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just leaving 35 minutes late. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we all late today except for Sam. He on, he, he, he's on, he right on time. <laughs> I thought I was Valentine's. Y'all my Valentine on the phone. You know, I'll be a Valentine today, boo. Okay, Happy Valentine. I'll be a Valentine today. Yeah, it's tomorrow though. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, oh yeah. Sam Sam sending all his brothers and sisters big boxes of 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 uh of, of, of candy. Not that cheap kind neither with them little ugly cherries in the side. One with that. Oh, oh, oh. Uh uh-uh. uh. No way. All right. I, I, I guess I guess the day is not day that he stops talking whenever you say five. Uh uh. You know what? He he just he just ain't got no comment because his his tongue is not loose today. Mm. <laughs> oh, pen run. Woo! I know. I love mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing you can do about it. He's feeling some kind of. He's feeling pretty good today. Today is a good day. Oh, that's good. You know, yeah, still feeling little pop over now. Yeah, yeah, he can. He can get that way. Oh, y'all on the roll this morning. <laughs> when he had his stretch and his juice, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we got a problem when he got that juice and that the juice and the stretching. Mm-hmm. 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 I know. Don't be hate. I know. Watermelon. Watermelon. <laughs> Don't be hate. That thing sick in the head, Lord. Watermelon. Yeah, she needs to lay on your couch, girl. How far you live from her? About 20 minutes. Well, she needs to go on the road and go and lay over there for 20 well, more she, hours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but she late, too, so we, ain't, we can't even talk about that right now. <laughs> oh. We are so on time, though, aren't we, Eric? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'm late, too, but I ain't worried. I ain't even worried. I, I just can't. Mm-mm. I said, well, worry about me when I get there. Don't worry. You <laughs> What? It's sad when you're looking to listen to the news and you watch the traffic report to see what's going on in the interstate, and they say it's a very bad traffic accident, and it's some traffic was delayed like an hour. I said, "Well, I laid out another thirty minutes." Oh, no, you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> you, oh, I thought you were late for a purpose. You just laid down a rest a little longer. Oh, uh, <laughs> they got an accident. They don't send some music about that butt of my gas. All right. All right, now. Uh, <laughs> okay, Leo Mac down because it's a traffic accident. By the time I get there, it'll be up in the traffic. <laughs> you special. <laughs> I like that, though. But it's not Ed. It's not Ed. It's not special Ed. All right, now. Yes, Lord. Oh, hallelujah to your name. Mm. Yes, yes. This morning when I rose, I didn't have a doubt. Uh. This morning when I got out of my bed, Damn. I didn't have a doubt. Because I knew the Lord was going to do what? Take care of me. Yeah. Provide for right. me. Lead yeah, and guide me it. all the way. Hallelujah. Yeah, oh, you know what? I didn't have no doubt. Oh, mm-mm-mm. 
that's what I'm saying, y'all. Each and every day we, we get up and rise to the morning sun and thank him. Thank him. Thank him. And praise him. And rejoice in knowing that this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice to be glad in because he has found favor in me to rise me once more and again. Hallelujah. Ow! It is good to know and glad that he did. So I'm going to go ahead and lift up a prayer of thanksgiving this morning. Dear most heavenly God, dear most righteous Savior, good morning. Good morning and thank you this day, God, that you didn't have to bless me with, but I'm going to thank you anyhow because you blessed me with it. So as I travel, God, as we all travel today, God, traveling grace and mercy that we beg pardon for, God, right now in the name of Jesus, go before us, God, and make the crooked path straight that's gonna, that, that, that lies ahead in our lives, God, because we all know the battle is not ours, it's yours. Continue to let us run on to see what the end's going to be in our lives and rejoice when we go to and through our situations right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah is always the highest praise in our hearts and our minds because we know that that victory is won. So we're going to see it. We're going to bask in the glory of you because you are the one who is able to keep us from falling. And we say thank you today. We rejoice in knowing that we got one more day here on this earth to share somebody, share you with somebody. We all have that calling to fulfill in our lives, God. And I pray that you give us our te- our task too. And I'm asking you that each and every one of us bow on our, when we bow our heads to lift up you, God, we ask for that. Show me, Father, and send me our goal in our spirit. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I do humbly submit this prayer, that every word, every praise, and every testimony go forth and be heard by all who need to hear it and be fed by it. Open up our ears to hear and to, to, to recognize and to pray for. And it's in Jesus' name, I humbly submit this prayer to you, and I say amen. 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 Jesus. Lord God, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your word. And I thank you for the opportunity that you have given us to be able to worship and to sing praises unto your name. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to open our eyes and to lift our eyes towards the hills from which our help comes from, knowing all our help. Thank comes you, from you. Oh, <clears throat> Lord, I lift before you this morning my family. Yes. I ask for continued covering and protection. Right now in the name of Lord, and I thank you for the protection that you have given them, Lord. And I ask that as they rise this morning, Lord, that you are on their hearts and in their minds, yes. Lord, that they seek you, that they have counsel with you, Lord, asking oh, yes. you for instruction on how they are to go about their day and how they're to go about handling any of their situations and circumstances. Lord, I thank you for guiding and directing their path. I ask you for traveling mercy 
grace and mercy for each oh, and every yeah. one of my brothers and sisters in Christ as my as well as my family. Oh yeah. Lord, I <clears throat> lift before you prayer and shift in ministry, thanking you, Lord, that we have a place outside of our personal homes and our personal church families that we can fellowship one with another and be able to share your word, encourage yeah. one another and lift one another. And Lord, that we're able to learn mm. and understand what your word is and what it's saying and actually what the direction is that you have for our lives. Yeah. Lord, I ask that you continue to root your word into the foundation of prayer shift and ministries, Lord, that the roots be strong, that we are strong, mm. Lord, in your word, and that we are able to continue to move forward, Lord. I thank you for the prayer shift and, fam- uh, prayer shift and ministries families, Lord. Asking oh, yes. Yeah. That I, you know, <clears throat> that I seek prayer on their behalf as well, Lord, asking for their continued strength, Lord, oh, asking yeah. for their continued growth and maturity yeah. in your word and in your will. Oh, yeah. We thank you for the opportunities that you grant us on a daily basis, Lord, because you didn't have to do it. But we you thank did. you for Hallelujah. our lives, and Lord, and we thank you for all those opportunities that you give us, second, third, fourth, and fifth chances to be able to get it right with you. Lord, we thank you for our lives, and Lord, and we thank you for all those things that are to come to fruition in our lives, and it's in your son Jesus' name I pray to you. Amen. 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 Oh, Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, as we continue in prayer, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you again for another day's journey. We want to thank you, Father God, for even keeping us as we slept. Thou who never slumbers nor sleep, Lord God, you kept your protective arms around us. You kept your watch for our around us, Lord God, and you allowed us to see a brand new day. And I want to say oh, thank yeah. you. God. I want to thank you, Lord God, that our families did not receive uh, any visit from the deaf angel, Lord God, that all our oh, families yes. are here yet in perfect peace, Lord God. Father God, oh, we yes. come to you for your Holy Spirit, Lord God, that it was right God now. and government on our path to the way we go, Lord God, that you yes. have already made the way plain, Lord God, that the prayers uh-huh. that we greeted you with this morning, Lord God, was yes, well received yes, yes. by you, Lord God, and all of them have been answered. Father God, oh, we want to thank you for your glory that continues to share upon us each and every day. We want to thank you for the mercy that you have thank given each and every last one of us, Lord God. We want to thank you, Lord God, that we have another opportunity to petition your throne yes, of grace, yes, Lord, and your mercies for brand new mercies, Lord God, that you have a fire for each and every one of us. As you go about this day, Lord God, we ask that your heart, your Holy Spirit, prick our hearts to yes, worship, Lord to honor you, to, uh, to, to edify your holy righteous name. Yes. For you alone are worthy. You alone are you know, of all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. Father God, I want to thank you, Lord God, that I'm able thank to hear you. my brothers and sisters' voice this morning. Even yes, though yes, we yes. have a, a, a <clears throat> laughter of our hearts, Father God, we just know that we are here for a common cause. That's to give oh, honor and praise to the Most High God. We seek you, Lord God, right now for provisions. We seek you for guidance and direction. We seek uh, you, your Holy Spirit, Lord God, oh, yes. for to enter into our hearts and to minister to us, Lord God, and give us permission to pray for the things, the people who we stand in the gap for, Lord God. Even those who are unsaved, Lord God, we are, we are so loving, like, we love them so much, Lord God, that we desire that they too receive yes. your 
your word and truth and spirit. We, Lord God, we ask that you will govern us, Lord God, accordingly, according with your Holy Spirit. We ask that we walk by the Spirit, that we move by the Spirit, that we pray and sing and worship you in the Spirit, Lord God. Father God, I want to thank you, Lord God, for our prayer leader this morning, that he's on this call, Lord God, with a cheerful spirit, Lord God. Yes, he yes, too yes. has a... Have a, a, a life vibe with him that he could just fellowship with his brothers and sisters and welcome mm-hmm. us to this call. Father God, we just thank you for all that you're doing in our lives, and we yeah. expect great things from from on high, Lord God. So you are our. Yeah. We give glory to you for all that you've done and all that you're doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 There was all trying to come through there, baby, but they didn't get to trip. Oh, Jesus, you said all-star. Uh-huh, they get to talk to the subject. Update your information. I updated it yesterday. That what? You know, I hate that cars and stuff that's going to talk to you. It used to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure they don't say Arthur. You would never yeah. make Arthur. Make like, sure they did, like, did you say, Mr. Richardson? I, I was listening to um, Vanessa Bell Armstrong, and she was singing, You Alone are Worthy of All the Glory and All the Praise. And then uh-huh. they put the talk to me. I'm like, huh? <laughs> they said, Mr. Richardson? <laughs> You better make sure we're the call. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we need you to update for your information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. That's fine. Man, they start to recite the banking information to me. I'm like, for real? <laughs> I, I forgot that I had the information. <laughs> I got a word for the day, people. I got a word okay. for my... For my uh, from my devotionals that I love to read. And the topic is hurt, heal, help. Sometimes people may do things that hurt you, but you have the God-given ability to love these people. One good way to start is by following the well-known golden rule. It, is, it isn't easy. In fact, it requires discipline. But God will help you if you really want to do it. Discipline you is your friend. It is the ability to the ability God gives you to walk in his ways. Although it is difficult, discipline is temporary. It's a temporary discomfort that can lead to permanent or long-term enjoyment. If you have been hurt and learned to overcome it, you have a valuable tool, have, have a valuable tool to help others. God comforts us so we can comfort others. Here's the progression. We are hurt. We allow God to heal us, and we are ready to help others. Hurt, heal, help. It's a process that can literally change your life and the lives of many around you. And and, and, and it came from Romans 5, 5, and it reads, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So when when I read hurt, Heal, help. We do that this every day. We pray for others. We lift others up in their times of hurt. We lift others up in different situations in their lives by sharing our testimony of hurt and healing process. 
And once you you can hurt for a while, but once you really begin to heal, the healing will take place when you start speaking about it and, and testifying and, and ministering to others about what God is doing and bringing you to. So all the testimonies that we have shared, all the situations that we have shared, that and all the joyful uh, uh, praise reports that we give are just mere testimonies of the hurt, healing, health kind of message that this, this um, lesson gave us today. Because the heart can be broken, but it can be mended, and it can be used to help others do the same. So we all go through the same emotional turmoils in some fashion or form, and we come out like sure gold because we give it to God. You know, and that's what I got from the lesson today. Hello? Amen? <laughs> hurt, heal, help. That's what we do. We are hurt. We, some stuff that we don't like, we go through. But once we go through it, once we really go through it and have, have healed and he brought us through, then we can help somebody else to go through that same situation, mm-hmm. a like-minded situation. I like that topic today. You know, and when you, you talk about hurt, healing, help, when you was talking, the first thing came to my mind was that old Negro spiritual, if I can help somebody, somebody. I'm alone. <laughs> yes, Lord. Then my oh, yes. living would not be in vain. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sam, can you help me? Wow. Wow. Sam, you're where? Mm, 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 mm. I guess he meditating, y'all. That's where I'm going to put it in. I don't want to thank well, you. Well, if, if, I, if I can help somebody, that's a beautiful way to uh, to put it because you, you ask God to use you as a, as a, use you as an instrument. Now, see, the yeah. instrument... The instrument can be in the orchestra of song. It can be in the orchestra, but the instrument of of a ministry is what we ask God to use us in the form that He wants us to be used by. I want Him to use me to how He wants me to use, me, not how if He give me some test. Oh Lord, do I have to? But that's what He wants me to do because we have those moments where we oh me why me? So so therefore He's gonna use you even if He even if you don't want to be used. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to put off to be off from being you, and he gonna put you right back in there. He gonna he gonna do that that boomerang effect on you. You gotta think you avoided that situation that he he wanted you to do, but yet still in the end you are gonna come right back to a full circle. <laughs> well, think about the scripture when it tells you if you sow sparingly, you reach sparingly, but you sow bountifully, okay. if you gonna come back, that's that boomerang effect. So therefore, right. when we stand in the gap with one another. Or lift one another up in, in prayer, just you know, or even into a offer encouraging word of the word of God. Hey, mm-hmm. just think about the blessings how they fall back Heal. to our Yes, Heal. yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Healing. Healing. Yes, we're praying for somebody else and the healing falls back. It's just beautiful. Oh yes, oh yes. Whatever man sows, how <laughs> healing. In somebody else's field. That's so you know, you, you reap it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Hallelujah. So, therefore, remember, we have to. I'm ahead of I know, I'm just saying, remember that God invested so much into us. Well, Lord, you know, that investment is dangerous. Every time you that say investment, it, investment. But we, we got to remember that. We have to yes. remember that. Oh, yeah. That's the reason why we get on this call. 
whether we want to or not, is because the Holy Spirit has already convicted us that this Ooh. is where we should be. Mm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Being fed. And when, you go- mm. when you're mm-hmm. governed by the Holy Spirit, you're going to be obedient. Oh, yeah. One way or the other. <laughs> voluntarily yes, yeah, or involuntarily. Yes, oh, yes. You're going to convict yourself, Lord, have mercy. I ain't been on the call all week. Lord, what? Lord I'm, I'm going, Lord. I'm going, Lord. Okay, Lord, I'm putting you on the phone right now. I'm calling right now. <laughs> okay, Lord. Good morning. Good morning. And I do, I do understand that there's some people who, who feel like it's not their season to be on the call. And you know what? I'm glad that they recognize that because oh. if you're not in line with the word of God and your spirit is not in tune to be here, we don't need you to uh, it's, it's good that they recognize because you don't need that no unwanted spirit to oh, be watch in out presence now. Oh, God. watch out now. I hear you. Watch out now. <laughs> You know. All right now. All right now. Hey, what's up, Felicia Lamb? I know I heard a little snicker. I was the Erica. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good, and you? Precious. <laughs> I'm lovely, wonderful. Good to hear you. <laughs> but you're right, Arthur. You're right. You're exactly right. Hear her. Well, he, and then, you know, and of course, I mean, like we ain't mad. Because everybody have a season. Everybody have their season and their moment. But we still here. <laughs> we still here working them back as if they wasn't even going nowhere. Because right. we lifting everybody up in spite of their situation, what they got going on. We still love you. We're going to lift you up. In your time of absence, we're still going to pray for you. We're going to still press on, press toward that mark. Because when they say, well, as one and two or three gather together, he will be in the midst. Mm-hmm. Yes, Amen. yes, yes. Amen. Okay. So we're gonna lift them up in it, and they're like, like, a, like a, we're gonna lift them up in spite of in our own in our own individual capacities, anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's glad to be in the in, in, in on the line with the believers, sharing the goodness of God. Oh, here's my cup. <laughs> it fills my cup to go in the office every day and let those naysayers bite me or sting me with their words because I'd have got the word. Hallelujah! <laughs> let them sting me with their words. Okay, hey, I got the word before I went in, so you can go all the way in if you want to because I got my word. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> all right now, because I know who I whose I am. You better look in the mirror, brother or sister, and find out who you are. Because oh, I'm good. I'm the child of the most high. <laughs> and I can tell it to you, too. <laughs> I'm a child of the most high God. So I'm going to let my light ever so shine on your darkness, baby. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So that's how I walk in the confidence of him. I walk in boldness. Now, mind you, I'm not going to go and be slain the people in the spirit and all of that, but I'm just saying, I'm going to tell you like I, when, I, when I walk, when it comes to me, because you're going to send some people to you to minister to them, and, and no matter where you are and where you're going, he's going to send somebody to minister to them. If you can't say, but God bless you, and just let it go and let God, the things that I have been witnessing with my own eyes, people have come up to me, and I have given the message that God wants me to give them. I'm not going to sit on it now. Now, mind you, you know, I'm not going to sit on it. I'm going to give it because that's what he wants Maria to do. 
He walked from real to to, to work in his vineyard, living out that dash in my life right now, in the, you know, in this season, you know, tilling my heart over obedience to reap the benefits of his glory kingdom, my richly royalties in heaven, you know, tilling that soil, tilling, helping somebody else till their soil, planting the seed, warning it every now and then. All right? Amen. So we're doing that every day. But I'm going to go ahead and lift my list up because I'm, I'm getting close to my my, my destination, so I'm going to go ahead and lift my list up. Jesus, 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 you're the sweetest name I know. I will share it wherever I go. Jesus, Lord, your name I adore, and I tell it no matter wherever I go. Dear Heavenly Father God, as I bow before your throne of grace and mercy, thanking you today for this moment with you, this knee-bowing moment with you, God. I lift up to you the sick and the shut-in. The sick and the shut-in who, who have the desires of their heart to be healed, God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you heal them. Hear their hearts cry right now, God, in their weakest moment. Let them look up with weep, weep, weeping eyes to the hills from which covers their help and ask and regret them the, the healing that they need, God. Do it right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for strength and restoration. Be in their midst, God. Be in their, in their give, give them the, the power from on high right now in the name of Jesus and the strength to be restored and renewed back to you, God, in their sickness, God. I pray that all diseases are cast back to the dry places from which they are come, that we can live in this world sickless without any hurt, harm, or danger, God, and at peace with it, whatever's going on right now in the name of Jesus. We remove all doubt and fears from the sick and shut in right now, God, let turn those discouragements to encouragement. Let someone come their way and pour into them the encouraging words to say, God got you. Rise. Rise in the name of Jesus and walk just like a Lazarus here, God. Right now in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for letting me lift them up to you. Strengthen their families that are, that, that are invited around them. Bond, mend their families back together because of the sickness. It could be a lot of stress and strife going through a household right now, God, because somebody is sick and they're helpless, and so they're going to lash out to others, God. Give them peace and grant them that refound strength and love that they need to continue to sustain without their loved one present, being present with them to carry forward, move forward in their sickness. Strengthen each and every one of the individuals who is carrying the weight of the family. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I surrender them to you. Restoration and peace, love, joy, and happiness to all. And it's in Jesus' name, I humbly commit this prayer to you and say amen and amen. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. He was there all the time. God was there. Oh, 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 the time, waiting patiently in life, Jesus was there, oh, 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 the time, he's there, he's there, all we got to do is give, give, 
hurt, heal, help, heal. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. He was there all, all the time. Jesus was there all the time. Waiting patiently in life. Jesus was there. The Lord was there. My God was there. Oh, oh, oh. The time waiting on us, mm-hmm. waiting on us to give. And what if he wasn't waiting? Where would we be if God just didn't wait? Oh, she ain't here. I'm gone. Where will you be? <laughs> but thank God he's patient. Thank God he's loving. Thank God he's kind. Waiting patiently on us in life. Take a bye, cross. Jesus was there all the time. He died for us. Our sin. Our sin. Hallelujah to your name, dear Jesus. <laughs> I got to go in this office. I can sit in this car all day long looking at the window. <laughs> sitting in the building. <laughs> Am I going to go in there? Looking at the building. Well, Lord, let me get on in here because there's work to do on the inside. <laughs> and not, not payment work. Not working for myself, but work for him. Or there's somebody in this building that needs Jesus. <laughs> and I pray that God send them my way so I can feed them <laughs> and give them God. Amen. <laughs> y'all, be blessed. I got to go in this office. Be blessed. And y'all have a blessed one, and God loves you, and I love you too, and I know you can do about it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, I guess I'll do my list. Good morning, Sam. Alicia, how are you? I'm in you. Um, You're good, right? First on my list is Maxine. Shirokoshi Dadaroko Braka, she said, Kumbraka, she said, Kumbraka, she said, Kumbraka. Then you got Anna Bolton. Boy, she said, she said, she said, she said, she said, she said,
You got Jan Dijon. Hondroko Shirikasandra Kose, Shirikasandra Kose, Shirikasandra Kose, Shirikasandra Kose, Shirikasandra Kose, Hondroko Shirikasandra Kose, Shirikasandra Kose, Shirikasandra Kose, Shirikasandra Kose, Shirikasandra Shirikasandra Kose, Shirikasandra Kose, Shirikasandra 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 Horaka Shirgasanda Kose Shirgasanda Kose Shirgasanda Kose Horaka Shirgasanda You got the Moo family Homeboko Shirgasanda Kose Shirgasanda Kose Shirgasanda Kose Shirgasanda Kose Shirgasanda Kose Homeboko Shirgasanda Kose Shirgasanda Kose Shirgasanda Kose Shiraka The Tolan family Shirgasanda Kose Shirgasanda Kose Shirgasanda Kose Shirgasanda Kose Umbroko Shirgasanda Koshe Shirgasanda Koshe Shirgasanda Uropa Shirgasanda Koshe 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 you got Larry Ben, Humbokoshi, Gassandra, Gossandra, 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 Horosha, Horoko Roshiri Gosan Rando Kosiri Gosan Kosiri Ganda Horoko Shiri Gosan Rokosiri Gosan Kosiri Gosan Dorothy Nath Richardson Horoko Shiri Gosan Kosiri Gosan Kosiri Horoko Shiri Gosan Rando Kosiri Kosiri Gosan Kosiri Horoka Shakarata Angie Sarita Family Horoko Shiri Gosan Kosiri Gosan Kosiri Yes, Jesus. Horoko Shirkasan Rosir Gase Shirkasan Shit de Kosara Kosirika Sirikasada Horoko Shirkase Shirakasa. Thank you, Lord. I praise your name. Al Bailey. Humbo Shirakasar Rombo Shirikase Shirikasando Kosa. Hot the Shirikose Shirikasando Kose Shirikasando Kosa. Hot the Shit de Kose Shirikasando Kosara Kasirikase Shirikosa. Horobasa Shiraka. Teresa Crosby, Shiloh Kosirakase, Shiloh Kosando Kose, 
Trey Mathis and Ariel Sinkford. Haroko Shiroko Shiroko Randoko Shiroko Nda. Horoshiroko Shiroko Nda. Horoshiroko Shiroko Nda. Horoshiroko Shiroko Nda. Trust the teacher, Shandro, Shirakasandro, Shirakanda, Shirakasandro, 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 Maria Bird Capri
Kanda. Poroshir Gosheshir Gazando Kosa, Shirsa. Makai no Zaya, Shundroshir Gosheshir Gazando Kose, Gosheshir
shine through and show and, and, and shock the doctors because they've already thrown their hands and given up, oh God. So we ask for miraculous service for them. And Father God, we also know that someone has lost a loved one today. Last night, this week, oh God, someone has lost a loved one. And we ask right now that you would give them a comfort and a peace that only you can give. Father, we just thank you for that right now. We give you glory and honor that only you deserve. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let me pray for City Refuge. Shirombroka, Shirogashinda, Rogashinda, 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 People in the gifting class. Shinder go sender 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 go CFF. Humbrokara shiru go sender 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 go Maria Mathis. Helpmates. Pastor Mark, Bush, Gassandra, Rosita, Gandash, Rosetta, Gassa, Shagasa. Mandra Dijon, Bush, the Gassa, the Gandrash, the Gossa, Shagasa. Donald Lost, the Brush, the Gossa, the Ganda Gossa, Shagasa. Andrew Dijon, Donald Lost, Della Carondo, Shirombra, Cashel, Sededa, Gassa, Shagasa. Jonathan Della, Horoba, Shagosa, Granda, Shagosa. Travis Crocker, Shiroko, Shagasanda, Shagosa. Larry Song, Hombro, Koshiranda, Koshiranda, Shokasa. City Vosaka, Shiroko, Randa, Koshiranda, Shokasa. Rosemore, Hombro, Koshiranda, Shokasa. My parents, Hombro, Shokasa. City Valan, Hombro, Shokasa. Shokasa. Mama Jean, Hombro, Shokasa. 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 Nate Carson, Boshokasa, the Dead of the Gasa, Shokasa. Um, Mama Gina Nate Carson, watching it, Shimbrosh to go to the Garanda, go to the Gandasa, Shukasa. Rosen Hospital in the community, Shida, Shida, go to the Gosa, Shukasa. Marky and Charles II, Shida, go to the Gandasa, Shukasa. And myself, Hora Bush, Shida, Gosa, Dasha, Shukasa. Demond Holly and the KCF organization, Denise and Terry, Sam McNabb, Barbara Carson, Mike Stryveson, Dietrich, Jerry, Barbara Salter's cousin, Lou and Sherry, Bishop Biabo, Erica Carlos Schmidt, Corey and Dennis, Mark Gully, Gerard Jenkins, Marky and Charles Sean, Gene Altman, Platt Academy, Don Smith, Jeff and Natasha Ferguson, Donna Subway, Cheryl Vaughn, and Phil and Jane and Lowe. Shambroko, Shiroko Sander, Shiroko Se, Horoko, Shiroko Sander, Shiroko Sander, Horoko, Shiroko Sander, 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 Shiroko 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 all right, that's my three list. What all's been done? I think everything's been knocked out. I'm not sure. I forgot to do Christmas. Okay. So, Father God, we come right now for those who are in prison, both in spirit and in body. We come right now that you would give them 
liberty that only you can give, God. Those who are incarcerated because of false accusations, Father, we ask that evidence or eyewitnesses come forward so that they will be able to find, you know, so they can have a, a retrial and obtain freedom in body. And, Father, God, we ask that you would give them liberty in, in their thoughts and in their spirit as they look for, as they look for the light of the light and something positive. Have them look for you, O oh God, because you are the source of everything that's positive. You are the source of everything that's peaceful. And we just thank you for that. And Jesus, name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let a couple of songs play, I guess, and then um, I'll do some scripture reading.
Good morning. How you doing? How y'all doing? I'm good. Good. All right, do some scripture reading.
Let's go to Psalms 2. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord, against his anointed, saying, Let us break their hands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron, thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, all ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and he perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Yes, Father, who? Why do the heathen rage? And the people imagine a vain thing. Mm, vanity, vanity, all is vanity. Why do the heathen, he's talking about the ungodly. Why do they rage? Why do they imagine a vain thing? Because they're flesh. They remember we're breaking down spirit, soul, and body. So the people are raging and imagining vain things because their flesh is leading them. They're not being spiritually led. Their spirits are dead, so they have no choice. Either their soul or their flesh is going to lead them. And any of that, oh, oh shit, oh, that, that, oh, shit, that, 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 because so they're walking away from God. And matter of fact, now they're under the prince of the power of the air, shit, oh, so he's leading them against God. They may or may not even know it. And some of them think they are flowing with God, but the prince of the power of the air is leading them against God. He's pulling, he's pulling them away from God, and he's even trying to attack God's children to get them to, by deception, to pull away from God. 
said, The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their hands asunder and cast away the cords from us. So wait a minute, the kings from the earth. So he's talking about those who are in control. He's talking about those who are in power. They set themselves and take counsel together against the Lord. In other words, when we, when, when, when Felicia is talking about they're trying to change the Bible, when we see these video games is trying to train our children to kill and 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 all these things that are, this seems like why would they do this? Well, the Word of God is telling you right now it's not a happenstance. They take counsel. This is a planned attack. It's an evil demonic scheme. So we need to understand what's going on and look at it from God's perspective. We need to understand what's going on. Look at what the Word is telling us. This is the prince of the power of the air that is bringing his children of disobedience together against God's children of obedience. And they're taking counsel together. And what are they saying? They say, let us take counsel together and against the Lord and against his anointed. And he's coming against us. And he's trying to break our hands in the sun and cast our cords away from us. Mm, mm, mm. That's why we're being attacked. That's why we go through trials and tribulations. That's why things seem like they're set up against you time and time and time again, and, and you and you hit your head, and, and you think you're taking one step forward and two steps back. That's why you get into the system, and, and, and it's hard to get out. That's why why mm, you, you, don't go, you, you get caught up in one thing, and, and you just fight and fight and fight, try to get up out of it. What they say, trouble's easy to get into, but hard as hell to get out of. That's why it's set that way, because the kings of the earth, the prince of power has set these systems in place to get us and to lock us up and to keep us in bondage. But then he goes on to say that he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Mm. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Mm-mm-mm. In other words, what he's saying is, oh, y'all think y'all doing something. You think you got me. That's why we just have to look at it from that perspective. When we're going through things that God is laughing at this. Not laughing at us. But you know, when you really got the upper hand and somebody does something to you, and you go, oh, really? You think you won? It's just like you see your child doing something, and they think they're getting away with something. You go, oh, really? You think you might let them go ahead and slip or slide, but you know they ain't, they ain't getting away with nothing. And Maria says she see her son coming and sneaking in the house. Yeah, she know what he's been doing. You know, so God sees all and knows all that, and you cannot get the upper hand on God. Though we think we can in our flesh, in our carnality, we think we do. Man in his infinite vanity, which is his mind and his pride puffed up. Think that they're, they're, they're moving and, and moving and they're doing things against God. Satan thought he had God when he had him on the cross. Finally, he'd been tearing my kingdom apart. Three and a half years. That's all Jesus had. And tore the kingdom of hell apart. And Satan said, finally, I got him. God laughed. Really? Really? You just done fell into my plan. Like 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 in the in in A-team, he said, I love it when a plan comes together. That's what God said when we choose to stand on his word. That's what God says when we choose to trust him in all and through all, even through the heart, through the hurt, through the pain, but we choose to seek and to stand on the word of God in spite of. He says, he that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh, the Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sword to pleasure. 
Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. This is God's talking. Now, hold up. So you know, like your day in court, they had their time. He said, no, hold on. Now y'all, y'all, y'all done yet? Y'all done yet? And he starts laughing. He said, I'm going to show you how to say in his wrath, in his wrath, in his displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill in Zion. And all that you all tried to do and all that you tried to accomplish to come against me, to come against my children, all that your plans and purposes, yet I still prevail, says the Lord. Yet I set my king upon Zion, my holy hill, my holy hill. Mm, mm, mm. That's where he placed Jesus. And that's where we need to place Jesus in our holy hill, in our situation, circumstance. We need to place him up on high and worship him and seek him and keep our focus on him and keep pressing toward the mark. Keep pressing toward the holy hill of Zion. Our declare the decree the Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heaven for thine inheritance. The uttermost parts of the earth for that possession. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. That inheritance. Now, we just talked about real yesterday about hold up. We are children of God. Our spirits are born again of God. Once we got born again, we are now born again. So we have an inheritance. We we experience everything that Jesus experienced, his death and his resurrection. Because we're in him. We're, we're intertwined with him. We have an inheritance. So what he's saying now, he said, I will, de- give, I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. He's talking about Jesus right there. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thy inheritance, and uttermost parts for the earth for thy possession. In other words, the script is flipped now. Because you chose to stand and go forth. The heathen thought they had you, but he said, no, I'm going to really show you. Because remember, he said, in his sore displeasure, he's going to speak in his wrath and and, and his vex him in his sore displeasure. And he's going to turn everything around and give the heathen for thy inheritance, the uttermost parts for thy possession. This is your inheritance. They're coming at you. Things are coming at you. Things are coming against you. But you stand and you stand there for and you praise God in spite of, and you hold your hand up in spite of, and, and, and it must line up with his word, his will, and his way. And the heathen that are coming against you are going to be, they ain't going to have no choice but to mm, mm, become your footstool. They're your inheritance. The things that you say, the, the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. See, everything that they're doing, they don't understand, but God is pulling it into his kingdom for his glory. God is, turn, God is steering this whole thing. See, the prince of the power of the air has his children doing, has his children walking in, in, against God's children, against God. But God is literally steering the whole thing his way. Because he's the head man in charge. Head God in charge. Thou shalt break them with a rod and iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings. Be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you perish from the way. When his wrath is kindled but a little, blessed are all they that put their trust in him. We we are blessed if we put our trust in him.
If we put our trust in him, we are blessed. Can you do that? Will you do that? Will you continue to do that? To put your trust in him. When it looks the opposite way. Mm. He said, thou should break them with a rod of iron. Thou should dash them pieces like a potter's vessel. Remember, he's the one that's actually in charge. Even the 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 the, the, the judges, the the bankers, everybody, the the debt collector, everybody's actually they're coming at you. But remember, God is the one that's actually in charge. And in His due time, if you continue to stand and stand therefore and walk in accordance with His word and the leadership of the Holy, He would dash them in pieces. It says, be wise now, therefore, ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. So he's even trying to get to tell. Look, look at what's going on with Bobby Christina. They gave her up for dead. Ain't nothing else we could do. He said, be wise, O ye kings, ye judges people in authority who, who think you all are doing something. Hold up, wait a minute. Now, I, I, I'm trying to reach you all, too. I'm trying to give you all the opportunity for salvation, too. See, God loves each and every one of us. He wants nobody to go to hell. It's our choice. So he's reaching out to each and every body, each and every part of this world. He's trying to let them know, hey, don't don't serve serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Serve the Lord. The only way you can get to heaven is through Jesus. He's trying to reach in every one of them. He doesn't want anyone to go to hell, but it's a choice. It says, serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. That fear means a reverence. Don't get because he comes and puts his arm around you Don't get so comfortable and think that he's still not God Don't get so comfortable that you can do anything and everything in front You gotta always give him that reverence Always give him that respect of his position or who he is And rejoice with trembling Always understand that he's God And we're nothing but dust He loves us, we're a little higher than angels But he's still God so just always keep that in your spirit, soul, and body, all aspects of your being, and let him go do that which he wants to do. Father God, I thank you for the second Psalms that I've just read this morning, and the revelation from the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, continue to bless us, and keep us. I thank you, Father, for for the anointing of Jesus Christ in our life. In Jesus' name I pray, man. Amen. Amen. Well said, Brother Marley. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I needed to have it come across my ears today. All right. Praise the Lord. Morning, Sam. Hey, Sherry, hey, Sherry, how you doing? Hey, not bad, not bad. I was hurting yesterday quite a bit, but I'm feeling a lot better today. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It was a very difficult day yesterday, but um, got some pain patches and put them on, and it seems to be working good. And <coughs> Okay. Got two good nights of rest, so that's, that's, that's what counts. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. I'm not just about the car, but uh, so now your your car it still moves, but it's it's just um needs repair. Yeah, yeah, it's uh 
chunk, we can get the chunk shot, but it's not uh, not exactly. <laughs> Doesn't look real good right now. So, but yeah. Anyway, hello to everybody on the internet. I know we're all out there somewhere. Somebody listened to all of us. So. <laughs> yep. It's a lot different thinking about that now after putting it on the computer at the library. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> Realize right. anybody can tap in and listen to us. My brother Gary said something kind of different this morning. He said that uh, the president was going to put a a sensor on the internet. So what? Uh, that Barack Obama's um some kind of law or something he's going to try to pass where they're going to put a sensor on the internet. Well, I mean they already watch what they're trying to do now. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna say what can be heard and what can't be heard on the internet. Uh, oh, like some type of like a F, um, like they say, for the movie, some type of rating and all that other stuff, I guess. I guess. I'm not sure what it is. It must be where they can block you. Yeah. Where they can what? Where they can block you. Block you. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what they're trying to do, all the foolishness that goes on there? What you, I'm gonna rob somebody and view it with a show it with a camera. How to rob somebody? Step one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, more like us. <laughs> you know what? More like us. What we say on this line. Well, I mean, you know, eventually that's where it's gonna end up at. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been I've been listening to some stuff on. It's called the NRB channel. And they're saying if you don't have a foundation in the first 11 chapters of Genesis, you need that foundation. If you believe in that, then the rest of the Bible makes sense. Mm. If you believe in the creation, if you believe in sin, if you believe that, you know, all these things happened in the first 11 chapters of Genesis, that then you have that foundation. But it seems like that foundation has been been uh, beaten up on by the world a lot and a lot of people don't even believe in the creation anymore, you know, and so you got a lot of a lot of uh, atheists and scientists that are actually telling you there is no God, there is no creation, God just, it came out of nothing and nothing created nothing and it became something and and it's, you know, and it takes away the deity of God and it, you know, people people are trying to destroy Christ and Trying, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just think that, you know, you got to believe the first eleven chapters of Genesis. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, you know, Sam, when you were sitting up talking about the technology and all of that. Yeah. Okay. Now, see, that's another way how the devil comes in because with um, computers, it's based on what we put into it. Amen. Mm-hmm. And with that, the only thing that we haven't been able to get the computers to do is to have compassion Amen. for the people. Amen. Okay. So, here it is. They pull us in with games and then they say, okay, well, this stuff is made to make your life easier. In reality, it's making you lazy. Amen. Okay, they was just showing the other day on how all this high tech can easily be tapped into. They're making cars that can drive themselves, but they also have a computer inside the cars 
And at any time, if somebody's a good enough hacker, they can use your car as a getaway car. You not even know it. Because mm. they can control your car from their computer. Wow. Okay. So as God made us and put into us what he wants us to know and have, okay, now man has come up with their own, but theirs is mechanical. Mm-hmm. And see, and it's showing a whole lot of resistance towards man, which man shows towards God. But when it's all said and done, anything that man makes doesn't last long. And God will still get the glory. But it's these people who make this stuff, and they pretty much got us under their thumb with social security numbers, with PIN numbers, and half the time the PIN numbers we don't remember. But if they say, they say, because of what God said is what they said, but this is what we have to do. Now, let somebody get in and um, breach your security slash privacy. Okay, now all of a sudden, well, you know, if you let them do it, we know we can do. Well, it might be finding something you can do if you're looking for money to come on your end. <laughs> but, if it's, but if it's a fault on theirs, they're trying to show everything where it's not theirs, it's your fault. But trust in them. And the thing of it is, once they're able to infiltrate every nook and cranny of of, of life, it's going to be scary. It's going to be very scary. The guy who they caught the other day that was on the, um, they had him on the high-speed chase, he was um, he was going through the motions of uh, playing Grand Theft Auto. But in this, it wasn't a game. It was with real people. Putting them in danger. And the devil's having fun with this. So, yeah, look at them, fools. But see, as long as we think that we're looking good and you said the right word, vanity, as long as we think we're looking good in everybody else's eyes and not being about it, the real heart of the matter, we're okay with that. But in the meantime, we're still riding because we're not taking care of the main issue. And it's funny because if you ever notice, for the people who don't want to be taxed to help out the people who's less fortunate, uh, all of those, they throw out little things to see just how good people are paying attention and then watch their reaction. And the reaction is always negative against a certain group or people. And then we miss the mark of, hey, how about if we just all come together, we can beat this. But as long as we keep on chasing after, well, you know, that's going to mess up my money, this, that, and the other. Your money ain't your money because just as good as you got it, it can be taken away from you. But as long as you follow the commandments and God's will, he said he will always be with you and he never goes back on his word. So that's why I was saying that what you said today was very much fitting because there's a lot of that going around. 
and why people thinking that they're getting away with stuff and they know what they're doing is not right. But as long as they think they're getting away with it, it's sitting okay with them until the next time they need to feed on that negativity and that abuse again. Just saying. Well, some people are doing things and and they're not thinking that it's not right, they're thinking that it's right in their own eyes. And that's right. because they're caught up in themselves and they don't have their their what is it, their 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 scale or their mm-hmm. their benchmark or whatever is not proper. It's not where it needs to be or it's it's self you know. That you know, that's why a lot of people have problems with the word of God because it's absolute. And at times I might not see or agree with all of it. I'm I'm going to be real with you, but I'm just okay. going like, oh, okay, God, you know. So, but we're only we're only seeing from our understanding and our perspective, which is soulish or fleshly. Well, this is true. Sam, well, I know. Sam. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I've got a brand new book. Well, it's. It's an old book, but it's uh, I just bought it. It's from Billy Graham. And I'd like to read this little section. It's called Victory Over Temptation. The Bible teaches that the new believer in Jesus Christ, the converted person, is to abhor what is evil, Romans twelve nine. Here another strong admonition in reference to the former man, manner of life. You lay aside the old self which is being corrupted in accordance to the lust of deceit, Ephesians 4.22. Now, wait a minute. How are we supposed to be able to stop doing some of the sinful things we have done for years or get rid of some of the negative, suspicious, hateful, greedy attitudes which are ingrained in our personality? I can't do it myself, you might say. You're right. However, the capacity... To resist sin and obey God comes from the Holy Spirit, who lives in every true believer. It's not up to us to struggle against temptation alone. God lives in our hearts and helps us to resist sin. It is his job to work and our job to yield. What about the old bugaboo of temptation? The Bible doesn't say we would be te- wouldn't be tempted, that we be foolish. That would be foolish. We know that we live in the world full of temptation. Most of them tie up in very attractive packages and offer as something we must try or buy just once. But the converted man or woman has the offer of such offer of victory over temptation. No temptation has overtaken you but that which is common unto man. And God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but what the temptation will provide, the way of escape, also that ye may be able to endure it. 1 Corinthians 10.13 To be tempted is not a sin. As a believer in Christ, you do not need to blame yourself for the increase in temptation that surrounds you. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit gives gives us the strength to resist temptation. And that's just a little excerpt out of my book. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I thought it was good. <laughs> it's a good and truthful. Yeah. We need to yield to the Holy Spirit. 
we try it on our own. We're not, we're not going to, you know, can't do it. Can't do it. That's just the whole thing, you know. The Holy Spirit ain't going to force us. He's just going to say, come here, come here, come here. I was listening to Joseph Prince this morning. He says, God is ravished about who we are. He just loves us so much. He even adores the, when we turn our head, he loves our eyes. He loves our mouth. He loves everything about us. He loves our neck. He loves every part of our being. Every time we focus on him, he's pleased with us and is just ravished and just thinks, oh, my child is talking about me again. Hallelujah, Jesus. We praise him. Mm-hmm. You know, he just adorns us. He thinks we're just the, the it to him, you know. <laughs> yeah. He creates <laughs> He does. You know, he just he just wants to say, Hey, you know, look, look, look. Come here. You know, and, and he was mentioning, you know, we could be on the precipice of something really bad. And he won't say, Don't do that. He'll say, Come follow me. Come. Come follow me. Come my way. I'm gonna I'm gonna draw you toward me so that you don't fall into that. So you don't get hurt. So that you don't you don't you know, that you will be taken care of. And I will nurture you, and I will love you, and I will be kind to you and merciful to you, and I will hold you, you know. But don't resist me. Don't run from me. Don't, don't, you know. Let me, let me touch you. Let me heal you. Let me do those things that I want to do, you know. And and you know, so many times we look for the hand of God, but God wants our heart first. Mm-hmm. He wants, He wants a relationship, you know. Even in Genesis one. At first, God was in communion with man. You know, he created all these things, and then he created man and said, it is good. We were good until the fall. And then sin separated us from God. Well, that separation is what sin does. And see, God longs for a relationship because God is a relationship God. And so when we don't have that relationship, we know it. We can feel it. We feel guilty. We condemn ourselves. And we begin to fall short of what God has for us. So as long as we keep our eye focused on God, as long as we keep uh, pursuing God, you know, and and just keep, keep you know, following him, he says, come to me, all ye who are heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lonely of heart. For my burden is easy and my burden is light. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, we struggle because we do not yield. If we yield, the Holy Spirit will help us to do all that God has called us to do. And if we if we yield, you know, then we have a repentant heart. And uh, all the angels in heaven can't understand uh, the relationship that man and God have together. They don't understand that because they don't, you know, they don't understand Christ indwelling, Holy Spirit indwelling in us. You know, we are fortunate to be in this time period because, you know, those things that that the the Old Testament and even the beginning of the New Testament and the Gospels, they did not understand. But yet we, because we have experienced the Holy Spirit, we have that gift of love and and more of an understanding of what the Scriptures are saying because the Holy Spirit reveals it to us when we ask. We can we can be blessed by it. We can be blessed by it and to know that God is reaching out and saying, Come me, come to me, come, 
come. You know, come to me. My heart is wants it learn yearns to be with you. I yearn to be with you and I yearn to just touch your heart, heal your heart and heal your your soul and your mind and give you strength when you're weak. That's just a call to repentance. And we need to remember, you know, that God, God is more powerful than than the enemy. You know, we, we so much say, the enemy, the enemy, the enemy. But God says, no, 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 no. I've overcome him over 2,000 years ago on the cross. You don't need to fight him. Just yield to me. Follow me. You know, just follow him. Follow him. He ain't going to hurt you. He ain't going to beat up on you. He ain't going to, you know, just follow him. He's a comforter. He's the Holy Spirit. He's Jesus. He's the Father. He's not he's not the judge like the Old Testament. He's a father who loves his children. You know? He came to set the captives free, you know, and, and like Pastor Lamore talks about in uh Luke four, he comes to set the captives free. Give sight to the blind, to restore, you know, the brokenhearted and things like that, you know. And that's what God does. We are vessels, but God does that. God heals that which has been destroyed. God restores that which the cankerworm has stolen. So God God is in the business of healing, loving, caring, nurturing. And when people realize that, instead of realizing that he's out to get them and hurt them and harm them, he's not. God's not that kind of God. God created us. He knows every little bitty part about us. He knows every hair on our head. He knows everything about us. More than we know ourselves. He's closer to us than we are to ourselves because he created us. He knew us before we were born. He He's almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing. He's everywhere, omnipresent. He's uh, omnipotent, all-powerful, and I forget the other one, omnipotent, all-powerful. Anyway, he's everything to everybody. Mm-hmm. And and people people don't believe in creation. How can you look at a tree and not think God made it? You know, look at the sky. God made it. Look at the sand. God made it. You know, how can you not believe that? So I leave it at that. I'm done. Amen. 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 I'm just getting started in this Billy Graham book. There's three books in here in one. Angels, How to Be Born Again in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. I'm excited. I I honestly believe that I got that, that rear end by that big red truck because I actually got this Billy Graham book. I was reading about angels protecting me, and all of a sudden I get whammed in the back. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> yeah.
Well, I guess I'll take prayer requests. Um, probably let a song play. Take prayer requests. I know, Renee, you'll go last. You can pray for me, sir. Uh, okay, I'll think about it. <laughs> Appreciate you. I love you too. I'm do I'm do you just like Mary. I love you. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Is that Felicia? Yes, ma'am. How are you? Hey, I love you, girl. Boy, I love you. I love all you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. All right, give me one Are you there? Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I am you. Doing good. I had wanted to um, respond to something that Sherry had said. Um, the first thing that she said about if we don't know the first 11 chapters of Genesis, um, that is that is the for me, that's confirmation because I've been trying to um, get the, the, the children, I can't say the children, the young adults at my church to understand that because what I'm finding when I'm looking at other ministries and listening to other pastors and 
even I think even Joseph Prince has said that once or twice. Like they 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 ignore the Old Testament and only focus on the New Testament. And it's and it's strange because in any other thing they'll you know they'll say you don't know where you're going unless you can tell where you've been. And that's what the Old Testament is to show us exactly where we've been and, you know, and what we're actually being saved from. So if we don't look at the Old Testament, if we don't look at Genesis and the commandments and the laws and all this other stuff, we, what's the, you know, in the end, an unbeliever is just like, what's the point? And even a believer is just like they lose focus on, you know, what's the what's the striving for? You know, what's the what what am I being saved from? Because the the history is gone. So we have to be able to look at the Old Testament and put it in its context. It's not a, I heard one minister say it, it was it was for the Jews only. And it's no. God was saying, This is what I'm saving you from. I'm saving you from the six hundred and twenty five laws that I know you're not gonna be able to you're not going to be able to do each and every one. You're going to miss out. And if if you stay under the law, that's why he says if you stay under the law, it's death. Because if you if you if you miss one, you miss them all. But that's what Christ is for. Christ is to tell us that even if you miss it, as long as you believe in me and you and you see that it's the believe and respect. As long as we believe and respect who and what Christ was doing, we will strive to always do better. That's what the conviction, that that conviction that you feel when you do wrong, that's what that is. That's the spirit telling you, now you know, you shouldn't have lied. You know, you shouldn't have, you know, harbored ill feelings toward that person just because they stepped on your foot. You know that you shouldn't have said this. And You know, it's, it's, to, it's to guide us so that we will uphold those the standard that God has set before us from the foundation of the world. So we do. We have to, and so I appreciate that, Sherry, because it's true. We have to know. We have to know what we're being saved from. Just telling a, just telling an unbeliever, Christ saved you from sin and not being able to tell them what the sin is, it's really not. This is that age where, you know, they're telling them to question everything, and if it's not logical, disregard it. So we have to, we as believers, if we're going to say we're going to go out and we're going to witness and we're going to, you know, tell people about Christ, we have to tell them what Christ came for, everything that he, everything that he was standing in the gap for us for, everything that he was saving us from, you know, because if we don't, they'll just look at us and be like, okay, well, I can do that without Christ. Next. So thank God that he, he saw that we needed him, that we needed Christ to focus on him, that we needed Christ to be able to, you know, make sure that we stay in his will, in his will. Because from the garden, why wouldn't, why wouldn't we choose eternal life over the knowledge of good and evil? Being able to stay with God in his presence day and night, talking to him, we we chose good and evil over a relationship with him. But he gave us a way 
to come back. Unlike us, when somebody when somebody decides to smack our hand and, and not give, you know, and not take what we're trying to give, we throw up our hands and walk away. But he he said, you know what? I I, I gotta I gotta keep trying. I gotta keep striving with them. I gotta give them another chance. You know, and 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 Paul was like, how many times do I have to forgive? Seven times? And he thought that was a lot. And what Christ said, no, seventy times seven. Seventy times seven. But how many times has has God had to forgive you to forgive me from the time that we actually know what right and wrong was up until now? Was it more than seventy times seven? But we can't even do one. We can't even do twice sometimes. Grudgingly, you might get three times if we like the person enough. But he says, in spite of, in spite of, you might hate me. You might hate me, but I'm still forgiving you. I'm still forgiving you. And so I gotta, I just got to I, I gotta thank God for that. Because I know, for me personally, I've messed up a whole bunch of times. Knowingly and probably more than likely unknowingly. But because of his grace and mercy, I can finally say, who I will trust him to, 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 to keep me in his way, in all of my ways, making sure that I'm, 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 you know, I'm his example. I might fall short a couple of times, a whole bunch of times, but in spite of, he still loves us. He still loved us enough, even through all the battles, you know, even though the war is already won, through all the battles that we go through in our in, in ourselves and outside of ourselves, he's still there. And so, Father, we thank you for that. We glorify your name. We give you all glory. Hallelujah. Because you know what? You're awesome. I don't know about y'all, but my God is awesome. He can move mountains. He has kept us in the valley. He provided us in the rain. <laughs> but anyway, everything everything is good. And Father, we come for Sam right now. We come to encourage his heart. Encourage his heart, oh God. Because you're taking him to a level that no one and no man can follow. Because everybody's walk is different. And, and you are elevating him to a point where now... When since he's chosen to do as you have told him to do, he's looking at the cliff, how far you brought him from, and he's looking at the next level where he's trying to take him to, and he is just waiting for a push. But Father God, don't push him. Just you know how to you uphold his foot. You say he will never dash. His foot. So, Father God, just take his foot and just push him on up to the next level and give him the strength that he needs at this level, oh God. Give him the spiritual strength and the physical strength. Help him to rest. Because you said six days work and on the seventh day rest from all toil and all troubles and, and just resting in you, resting in body, resting in mind. And, Father God, you didn't say that just to be saying it. If you had to do it, if you did it, then how much more should we do it? So, Father God, let him find that rest in you. Help him find that peace in you. 
as you take them to this next level. Mm-hmm. Encourage his heart. Encourage his mind. Encourage his spirit. Continue to cover his family and his finances. Stretch it because you have been doing a miraculous stretching of finances and funds that even he's been astounded. So, Father, continue to show him the miracles that only you can give so that that will continue to strengthen his faith in you and that you're hearing his prayers and that you're ordering his steps, each and every step that he takes. And then for the rest of us on the line, oh God, as we continue to walk on the level that you're taking us to, Father God, make sure, help us to make sure that our ears are open only to your voice. Fine-tune our hearing, fine-tune our spirit, because sometimes we get off. Sometimes we get misdirected. So, God, we just ask that you will continue to direct us as we read your word, as we talk about you to everybody that, you know, as a fellow believer, as we, you know, in this basic conversation, give us confirmations and verifications that, yes, we are hearing you and we are knowing exactly, you know, we're knowing you for who you are. And we give you glory and honor that only you deserve. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hello. Hello. I'm back. Hmm? I'm back. Oh, okay. Hey, okay, you there? Racing. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. All right. 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 Stand firm, stand firm, stand firm, stand firm, stand firm, trust, believe, trust and believe. Allow God to finish what he started. It's not over. Matter of fact, you're only in the beginning stages. Stand firm, pull not back. Let the manifestation of the word increase in your life. Let the anointing of God flow in you and through you. Rise up, warrior. Rise up, woman. Rise up, sister. Rise up, daughter. You are chosen by him for his purposes, his divine purposes. You have been blessed. You have been anointed. You stand firm. The fire will go around you. It will stop in whatever it chooses to do, but it will not come through you. Your situations, your circumstances, all that you are battling against 
will not overtake you. It will not overtake you. Whatever storm that is coming forth that you're in, it will not overtake you. You speak to the storm, and it will be still. Stand firm in all that God has called you to do for your blessing. You are blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. Who else wants prayer? You want prayer for these things? Yes. Oh, she go she had to go Braca, she go she had to go Braca, she go she had go Sarambo, she go Sarakamba. Ah, bless her, Father. Bless her, bless her, bless her. She is choosing to trust you. She is choosing to walk in accordance with what you called her to do. She is choosing to be used by you. She is choosing to allow you to be God. She is choosing to allow you to guide her in all and through all. She is choosing you, Father. Father God. Mm, you are pouring you are pouring forth an anointing an expectancy you're pouring forth your spirit upon her heart and her life that will overtake her that she will begin to flow in the greatness flow in the gifting flow in the calling of God upon her life holy spirit let her rise up and be used by you as she's trusting you. When I was reading this morning, and it says, will you trust in him? Mm-hmm. Will you trust in him? Will you trust in him? That's what God is asking. Will you, daughter, trust in him? Will you trust in me, says the Lord? That's what he wants to know. Will you trust me to do this? Will you trust me to carry this? Will you trust me to look out for this? Now, I, I, I'm telling you what to do, so now you're going to trust me for all the other stuff that you that you want to put your hand on, that you see needs to be done, that needs to be taken care of. Will you trust him? <laughs> so then now here comes the balance part of, okay, well, Lord, I, I, I can't physically do this, so, Lord, show me, teach me how to get it done. Who's going to do it for me? How is it going to be taken care of? And he will begin to show you. See, that's when the wisdom comes in. Okay, that's where the wisdom comes in, and the Holy Spirit speaks to you and begins to direct you in that capacity. See, see, that's who said, oh, I can't go out of town. Who's going to watch my kids? Oh, okay, God got them. Well, God's going to give you who's needed to watch your children, to do what needs to be done. See, that's why we got to be balanced at. That's why we can't be supernatural and just, oh, I mean, supernaturally unbalanced. I'm going to just say it like that. Oh, God's got me. Well, yeah, God also gives you wisdom. So he's going to begin to speak to you, giving you the details of how to do about what needs to be done and trust in the plan that he tells you. When he says to do this, do that, and let the other person take care of it, let the other person do that, you trust in his plan. You trust in his plan. And you move in the fullness of what he's called you to be. And recognize a lot of what he's doing is also preparing you for your future. You cannot go forth across the world to do what he's calling you to do if you do not trust him where you're at right now. 
So you must let him continue to prepare you and grow in you. And you will be a blessing to many others. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. And amen. All right, who's next? I'll go last. Hmm? I said, I'll go last. All right, who other than Renee wants to be prayed for? I just want to say, Felicia, that you do make a difference. Y'all do. Me, Felicia. <sighs> I can call you all my friends. You guys are really nice people. <laughs> Everybody but Erica. Oh, now come on. Erica's just as important, too. <laughs> she really got on me, and I deserved it. I had it coming. Got on me, man. I'm telling you, and I had it coming. Okay. Um, I appreciate her very much. But, um, I, know that we don't have a way to do I don't know what somebody just said. Somebody's TV. Hmm? I guess. Yeah, I guess if I'm if I need prayer, I guess. What I need to have prayer about, Sam, is to witness better. Mm-hmm. Struggling in their walk with Christ, because we met a kid yesterday that's a youth director, but yet he seems to be struggling through things and just to have to to know when and when not to. What I'm saying to 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 know when to speak and when not to speak better. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You talking about you or you talking about the kid? I'm talking about me now. Mm. When am I not to speak? Okay, well, I'll pray for you now then. So really what you're seeking is discernment. Holy yeah. Spirit, when to speak, not to speak. Right. Say, when not to say. Right. Discernment comes from listening to be in step with the Holy Spirit. Mm, thank you, Father. Increasing her in those areas and arenas, Lord. Increasing her, Father. Mm-hmm. Increasing those areas and arenas, Lord, so she can rise up. Be used by you, Father. Mm. Let the anointing of Christ continually bless her. Mm. Remove from her those things that are needed 
that are blocking and that are hindering that connection, that are hindering, hindering you move those keeping her from being used to even a greater degree, Lord. We thank you, Father, as you continually bless, as you continually speak, as you continually throw on her life, Lord. Just continue to shower her with your love, with your grace and your mercy that she can be used by you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and pray for you tonight. Okay. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Bless her abundantly, Father. Bless her, Father. Bless her. Keep her. Keep her. Keep her. Mm. Keep her, Lord. Keep her, Father. Keep her. Keep her, Father. Mm. Like the enemy's trying to pull you out of out of out of position. Like he's trying to pull you out of position. Yep. You you need to. Struggle to stay positioned. To seek peace and pursue it. To see, if he can get you out of position, then then you'll really be scrambling in things that are not peaceful. You fight. You you get away from. You fight to keep your peace. You right. do that. You fight to keep your peace. That's necessary for you. Because the devil, if he can keep you, and right now, it's so important because, see, when you're out of position, you can't hear like you need to hear. You can't respond. You can't flow. Just like we were talking about with Sherry, the, the discernment, is, everything is out of joint. It's out of kilter. But you fight to keep your position. You fight to do what God's calling you to do. Mm. He's so hard. So hard trying to get you out of position. And he's coming at you in all ways. Some head on, some sneakily. He's, he's using everything to get you out of position. But that will disrupt what God's trying to do in your life. Holy Spirit, I thank you for the hedge of protection as you increase the discernment, as you increase her ear to you, Father. Love on her, Father. Love on her. Continue to bless her abundantly so she can be used by you in a greater, mightier way. And that's what this is all about because he knows if you ever get the fullness of what God's, it's like, it's like he's showing you a picture, you're beginning to see it, you're beginning to move toward it. And if you ever begin to even walk in the fullness of what he's calling you, you really will destroy his kingdom. So he's doing everything he can right now to just block you for you really get your full stride on. For you for you really begin to get, you know, like, you know, in the beginning stage of a race or whatever, you're trying to get your legs under you and all that. So he's trying to, he's trying to stop you right now because he knows if you ever get that full stride on, it's a done deal. Mm-hmm. It's a done deal. He's scared of you 
receiving and walking in your destiny. He's scared of you receiving and walking in your destiny. He's scared of you. He's scared of you. But you understand that and walk accordingly. And you'll be blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And you hit the nail on the head, too. Amen. And uh, what I was going to have you personally for, because uh, I told you I had thyroid problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what that is, it's a division of autoimmune um, disorder. And that's basically where your body starts fighting against itself. Mm. Okay. And I was just talking to some of the people at the shop, and so we have a fashion show coming up, and it's going to be um, a dedication for lupus research, which is another autoimmune disorder. And I was just thinking about it because really about a good percentage if not all, people are walking around with some type of autoimmune disorder. Now, when mm-hmm. somebody hears about autoimmune, they automatically think of AIDS, and it's not AIDS. Mm-hmm. But it's a division of the stuff that we have been sold over and over again. I mean, okay, put it like this under analogy. When the devil told Eve that she can eat from the tree, they won't tell us. She ate. Adam saw her. He ate, and then pretty much a whole bunch of stuff opened up. Mm. Okay. So with the stuff that we buy, let it be processed, um, or either sprayed with pesticides and stuff like that, it's like, oh, it's not enough in there to kill you, but over time it's going to do some damage. Mm. So from a regular, the stuff that we do, it's, some, it's, it's, it's being treated some kind of way that's not in favor of our body. And so we see that we're overweight, we can't lose weight, or either we're underweight, we can't gain any weight. Or it's something for where we are just like Adam and Eve. We take this stuff, we take it at the face value of the devil saying, well, look at the pretty package, everybody's having fun. It won't hurt you. But in time, and like I said before, we talked about Adam and Eve. When Adam ate some of that fruit, he put time in motion. So it's fine for him eating from what he was told not to eat. It did wind up getting them to perish. Okay, now for us, like I said, they have different levels of the body fighting against itself, which is an autoimmune disease. Now, with that, if we go back to the original way of being fed by the word for our spirit and then go and eat the stuff that God has said that we can eat and, and, you know, and cultivate it and prepare it in the way God told us to do it, our bodies will get better. But for the people who sell this stuff to us, they know it's going to give you a sense of craving more. It's going to tear down your body. You're going to go to the doctor. He's going to give you some stuff with a bunch of scary side effects on that, too. 
So you just a train wreck ready to happen. Hmm. And so, like I said, there's nothing new under the sun. It just comes in a different package. Right. But uh, that's why I was going to have you pray for me for this morning because this is a thing for where um, it robs you of your energy and not staying your um, metabolism. Mm-hmm. And so for while I'm sitting up here wrestling right now, some of us wrestling because of that. So I was just going to have you pray for me for it to let me go. You said you had lupus? And for my metabolism to kick in. What did you say, Felicia? She said she had lupus. Oh, okay. No, thyroid problems. She has thyroid problems. Well, I know um, when you were, when you were talking about the dietary thing, I have a, an, a play on and her daughter actually has the same um, issues. And uh, she, what she had to do was and her daughter is always on the run now. She does. She's an attorney. And what she does is everything is natural. She doesn't do any, any processed meat. She doesn't do any processed. She makes her own bread. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't do, like, the highest fat meat. She makes sure that it, if she does eat, it's the 90% thing. Um, she does everything, like, high-end. She said it costs a little bit more, but she not, she's been doing it for like the past 10 years, I want to say, almost 10 years. And where the doctor was saying that she would slowly um, deteriorate, that, you know, her her body is going. She's constantly on the go. And it's all because of what she's been eating. So it is the dietary because did you know we're not supposed to eat? We're not supposed to eat shrimp or pork or anything like that. So you're not supposed to eat shrimp or pork or anything. Mm-mm. Shrimp, pork. Um, what else? She doesn't eat um, catfish. Um, the she doesn't eat. She doesn't eat. She doesn't She had She said it took about a year after that year. Oh. Her energy and everything was built up. It's been about a year and what? It took about a year, but her body turned around. Oh, okay. Everything is working out fine now. So. It plays a big part. Yeah, it does. Hmm? I said, yeah, well, I, yes, what she just said about the dietary, it does play a big part. Thank you. Say it again, Renee. I said, what she just said about the dietary, it does play a big part because of the, like I said, so the combinations of what the manufacturers of processed foods and all of that, they put together. Even down to the so-called preservatives. Yeah. 
Well, they told us back in the in the late sixties that it's safe to consume, and now we're seeing the not 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 now we're seeing the true effects that it has on the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm gonna pray for your health, dear. See what God wants to do, or how He wants to how he wants you to go about to receive, to walk in the fullness of health. Okay. Okay, that's what I thought. I just needed to be sure, Father. So what he's going to do, actually what he's already doing, is through the natural and the supernatural, the cleansing and the purging and the direction to get you on total healing, total track. You're okay. You're already beginning spiritually to get yourself in line. So now naturally he's beginning to teach you what to do and how to do to get a cleansing and a healing totally. Now, if you are in proper order, spirit, soul, and body, when you hit a bump in the road or a place where the doctors or this might not have Remember, your spirit is overriding your soul, which is overriding your body. So then what you do is you continue, or actually you start now, and then you continue to confess the word regarding healing, confess the word regarding restoration, confess the word regarding total total deliverance in your body, in your health, in your flesh. The word is, you know, so you get, get the scriptures. That, um, that have healing in it, and you begin to speak that. You're speaking life. So it doesn't matter what the doctors, doesn't matter what nature. It matters what the word, because, see, the spirit, the word is having preeminence, and everything else must line up with that. So you continue to listen to the leadership of the Holy Spirit as he is growing you. You're already walking in that capacity. So you just he's basically just going to continue to take you down that road. And he's going to continue to, to heal you and impart and, and, and grow in you in that capacity. So just trust in what he's doing. Trust and believe, and he will continue to grow you up in him. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, who's next? Okay. Well, somebody want to pray for me? Lord, as we come together under your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray for Brother Sam Farley. Lord, as you go through this time, I just want to go through this time, and he is definitely focused on you and also connected to you. Lord, keep pumping the wisdom, the strength, the endurance, the courage to him to keep. It's to be in alignment 
of his focus to you. Lord, he has proven himself to be a true friend, connected to your vine, and your vine connected to you. Lord, give him the suit of armor. Let it infuse itself into his flesh. For if anything that's not of you that comes against him shall be dispelled in your mind. Lord, please also over his parents put the joy in their heart and the spring in their step and show that you that your word and your blood still works. Lord, over his daughter Morgan, keep her focused. As for where this is a family coming together, focused on you, and you know as many things out there with gnashing teeth that's ready to tell them apart. Lord, equip all of them well, even down to the little kitten. They serve a purpose as well. Lord, if Sam goes out throughout the day, let him go out with his sword to knock down anything that's not of you and to uplift and to and to generate more people towards you. Or he mightily lifts up your name every chance that he gets, and in your words you said you would up you would uplift him and give him the desires of his heart. Lord, in all, I pray, keep him focused, keep him strengthened, and let him stay with your light upon his feet as he takes steps to go and spread your word throughout. In your son Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Alrighty. <clears throat> Nobody else got anything I'm going to say over war. And I'll y'all on Monday. Okay, sounds good. You gonna make it through it for um church on Sunday? Um, I'll find out. It depends on. I'll send you a text. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, sounds good. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.